What's going on? This is City Wrestling Radio, and this, well, this is The B Show, your weekly uh, up-to-date coverage of NXT and, of course, AEW Dynamite. I'm your host, I'm Corey Smith. Uh, I'm being joined via Zoom call, chat, uh, monitor, DM, sliding in there, is my weekly co-host of The B Show, the AEW Dynamite expert and um, don't for- call me that, Corey. Former former New Japan Pro Wrestling expert. Former, come on. Hey, the you. one is. You said it yourself. You, you didn't. Former. You didn't want to be called the New Japan Pro Wrestling expert, but nonetheless, your name. I just feel like if I'm ever an expert on anything, that's just a <clears throat> that's just an insult to actual experts. I'm just a fan. You're Corey. well. You are a, a fan. fan with opinions, and you are Mr. Michael Vigar. How are you today, sir? Doing just fine. Because it says that. Just fine. It says that down there. Uh, down there. Nope. I'm just going to let you swallow in your own. I'm okay. pointing no, to you it. you got it. Yeah. You got it. There we go. I got you now. You're on this side. <sighs> yes, I am on the right side of this. There you go. I finally figured Always. it out. Always. Oh, well, nonetheless, AEW Dynamite NXT. We're going to talk about news. Uh, before we get into that, I'm going to tell you like, share, and subscribe because that's what we do. We're a podcast and we have to tell you to do that in order for us to keep going. We need to be validated. Uh, well, not so much for us, but for... <laughs> the road to validation. <laughs> we are on the road to validation. That's right. Uh, we're getting the road to 100 on YouTube. If you're not subscribed to us on YouTube, all train going. Even if you don't use YouTube, just make a make t- ten accounts, hit subscribe, and then yeah, there you go. I think that's if a- you're in India right now, just grab like a hundred of your friends and make sure those a hundred of your friends grab their 100 of their friends and just, just straight up farm. You yeah. know, it's, yeah. we're just going to be, I think we believe in it. We believe in transparency in city wrestling radio. Absolutely. And, uh, I am being 100% transparent by saying just, just farm the followers. Just, Farm the followers. Yeah. F F T F farm yeah. hashtag F T F. Uh, if you're a prince in Nigeria and you want to send us a million dollars too, that'd be cool. Uh, but nonetheless, uh, like, share, and subscribe at City Wrestling Radio on Facebook and Instagram, and we are at CWR four and five. Yes, on we Twitter. are still on Facebook. Amazingly enough, you know what the the uh, the fifty five plus demo for NXT is um, is uses Facebook a lot. You know, they got to communicate with their their nephews and their nieces and their grandchildren or or their kids or the I don't know. Oh boy. Po- yeah. Posting social distance food truck uh at late night out and about. I don't know. When you're a pirate popping shop where you got to like, "Oh, listen, I got I I baked this cookie. Please buy these cookies." I've done that. Mama, a lot of people I've known a lot of people who are just doing that now. Called at like, Mama just- Mama Corey's kitchen. Check us out on Facebook. Is that is that really like your mom is doing like a No, that was me. That was me. Oh, I I did it a long time ago. Are you Mama Corey? I am Mama Corey. I was going to call oh, it Daddy Corey. Lifting the veil. I was going right to call here. it Daddy Corey's, but it's like a Mrs. Doubtfire moment when you find out the that 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 old lady from England is not is not who she says she is. Hello. Uh, but yeah, no. Follow us. Uh, subscribe because we do weekly shows, and you know we do the retro Sunday night heat review. Me and Jose Oseguera each week on uh, Sunday mornings. And uh, actually, this upcoming week, we're going to have a special next Monday, the WWE Draft Post Show. It'll be kind of like a uh, kind of like a raw review. You know, we haven't done a raw review in a long time. But me and Jose Osegueda, Monday night after Monday Night Raw, are going to run down the full draft, everything that happened in WWE. And even though they'll probably get drafted back a week later to their shows and 
Kevin Owens will probably end up on either show no matter what. And yes, Kevin Owens will be on both shows along with, um, I don't know. Well, no, they're going to missing cat this morning, by the way. That's oh, that's part of the news that I mean, I think that's a headlining news story. I think Kevin Owens found his cat today. Congratulations. Chocolate. I used to love chocolate. Uh, was that his name, Chocolate? I think so. Oh, wow. It's a good name for a It's a good cat. name for a cat. I mean, it sounds like... It's a good name for anything. Shout-outs to the people who made chocolate, naming it chocolate. Shout-outs to the people who were like, let's put some sugar with these, like, th- this this little bean right here, you know? Hey, Ted! Ted! Yeah. yeah. What do we name this? I don't know. Chocolate? Ch- chocolate. Sounds good. But... That's how it happened. True story. Uh, and that's how Kevin Owens was like, hmm, what am I going to name my cat? Chocolate. They did. No. Uh, but I guess that'll be our headline story. But our following story, uh, let's. I guess let's just get right into the news, shall we? Our, yeah, our, our I'm re- actually surprised there is news, but eh, it happened. Well, yeah, things happened, and it it's strange how things are happening, but they keep on doing that. Uh, but we keep on with our... <laughs> Come on, world. Stop happening. Stop happening for a day, man. Uh, but the curse of the NXT championship continues uh, because Finn Balor announced this morning that he suffered a broken jaw in oh, it was, it was uh, fractured he in two different broke places. His jaw. Uh, ahead of uh, last night's uh, NXT episode, Finn Balor posted an update on uh, Instagram. It was an X-ray of his uh, dis- or fractured jaw. That's my jaw. It's not fractured. See, it's perfect. Um, oh, it's very perfect. He oh, says. Oh, it's broken in two places. Still the champion. Full story tonight on NXT. Although I don't think we really got a full story about why he's still champion. Did I? You watch it. Why he's still champion? I mean, listen. If fucking if Drew McIntyre can have a hairline fractured jaw and still be champion and still fucking wrestle matches, that was what, one. That was one. That was one hairline fracture. This is two yeah. fractures. I'm just saying, man. Just mm, saying, bro. Mm, I know. You're just asking questions. You're just I know. asking questions. Uh, but Balor did retain his title at NXT TakeOver 31 this last weekend against Kyle Which, O'Reilly. Good thoughts about that. At least that match. Good uh, thoughts about that It match. was did brutal. It? it was brutal. It was crazy. And uh, I feel bad for Finn Balor's I mean, I felt bad for Finn Balor's jaw in the match. Okay. You well, uh, as somebody who actually watched that match, I thought it was um, did you did you watch the match i watched the match okay it kind of just sounded like you were just like kind of you're faking until you make it okay no no i hey i believe you now thank you but i thought that match um i was going into i actually saw that takeover the entire thing amazingly enough yeah um oh wow and i know sorry (laughs) but that kyle o'reilly match against finn balor i would it's, it wouldn't be crazy for me to put that uh, right up there with some of the best matches in the G1 going on so far. I oh, yeah. That match was outstanding. I think this was I thought that was a breakout performance from Kyle O'Reilly. Um, the post match, uh, the post match angle, we could we'll probably get there uh, when we get to the NXT review. Well, Kyle O'Reilly has been this kind of interesting. He's kind of like the um, not the sleeper pick, but like, he, you know, nobody expected for Kyle O'Reilly, for people that don't watch, they didn't watch Kyle O'Reilly before NXT. Nobody was really expecting that out of yeah. him. You know what I mean? And yeah. him and Finn Balor put on one hell of a match. And uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know what else to say about it. The only thing is Balor's still champion. And 
I mean, I so I, they I don't mind that, but it's they made it clear. They made that clear, right? Because oh, yeah, I, yeah, Valor. Okay, okay, he's still the champion because he's well, there you Valor. go. Because uh, they can't like. Uh, apparently, the prognosis for something like that is about six weeks. They can, they, they could probably fill out some kind of time about that. Yeah, I don't know. No, it's, yeah, it's tough. It's a tough break for no pun intended. It's a it's. It's tough for Finn Balor to be injured again in the midst of yeah, a, title, a possible title reign. Well, I mean, and think about also, the, you know, this, the last couple, like who is supposed to, like I said this a couple weeks ago, who is supposed to be champion right now? Karrion Cross. you know? Yeah, yeah and, so that, that title is kind of cursed. You know, uh, Keith Lee, well, I mean, what, Keith Lee had it before that, you know, it was taken off he Adam Cole. had it Cole. for a little bit, I mean, you yeah. know. It was taken off Adam Cole for some reason you know what i mean just to pop a rating and then all of a sudden it's just the the, the curse of the title man carrying cross is hurt now balor's hurt i mean we'll wait and we'll see experience. if he has to we'll wait to see if he has to relinquish the title but i don't know man <sighs> anyways he probably won't i honest i'm willing to bet that they won't and i know we did too many times so let's continue uh with some more wwe news uh just real quick wwe new performance center signees uh, they officially announced the latest group of signees, which is a bunch of evolved superstars. Uh, Brandy Lauren, which we knew for a while uh, that she was signed. She to was w- in that hot tub. Just paying her dues. Yeah. Being in that hot tub. Oh, with, with, Damian, uh, Priest. Damian, Cro- with Damian, Damian Priest and his uh, leather pants. Uh, Kurt Stallion, Anthony Green, Leon Ruff, who we saw wrestle tonight on NXT, Josh Briggs, and referee Jake Clemens. They all signed to the WWE Performance Center contract. So, I'm Good on you guys. You, you're living your job. Look at you with that cheap product placement right there. They're Michael, just happy to be that. there. They're just happy to be there, Corey. Uh, uh, you know, you don't want to wish. Let's <clears throat> uh, hope for well, the best for, I mean, for them. I, you know, my opinion of signing into the WWE in the first place um, is neither here nor there. I can but, sit here uh, and. They're living their dreams. They, they they might be just happy to be there. And we wish they wish nothing but the best. That's yeah. all I got to say about that. Uh, yeah, I don't know much about these guys. Leon Ruff, I mean, we've seen him in action a couple times. He. Looks pretty good. He in the lost, ring. but you know he looked pretty good in the ring tonight. I he mean, did yeah. the job a couple times. Couple, okay. couple good yeah, spots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember. Uh, Brandy Lawrence. I mean, she's a good-looking young lady. What can I say about that? You know what I mean? Without sounding too creepy. Um, and uh, everyone else, I don't really know. Oh, I know Brandy Lawrence kind of dating uh, Joey Janela, but maybe not. They're flirting. They did a lot of flirtation, and I know they've been on a couple dates. Mm. Hey, at least they hung out a few times. He's been he's been commenting a lot on her Instagram post. I I noticed these things. Are you calling are you calling Joey Janela reply guy? Come on, man. Well, fuck. Is that what it's called? Is that what I'm called? Do I do I do that? Uh, dudes who just reply on girls' social medias just like, hey, you look great. Heart emoji. Oh wow. Okay. Notice me, senpai. No, notice notice me, please. That should be an emoji. Just. That you know, a footage uh, like a screen cap of you doing that, yeah, that should be an emoticon that we will spam in the chat, in the Twitch stream that we are live in right now. Say hello to everybody, Kent, Kenta, <laughs> Corey. Are we? We're not live. No, we're well, not live. Well, we should be. I now now you've dropped the ball. Okay. Wasn't the, like the stipulation was that we reach a hundred, we'll do a live show. Yeah, or the G one finals, whichever comes first. Mm. Anyways, uh, let's move on. More WWE news. Uh, Renee Young is going to be back on uh, WWE branded product 
<laughs> they made the dist- okay. Go ahead, just read it out. Read out the press release. Uh, so Fox Sports announced that uh, Renee Paquette and Booker T will host the pre-show Friday, October sixteenth on Smack uh, before SmackDown. Uh, the special pre-show will be thirty minutes long. It is actually in celebration of season two because we're gonna have seasons on Fox. Of uh, I, I I think Fox is just like we need to pop the rating somehow. Like you know, let, let's we need go- gimmicks. Let, let's- we need uh, a hook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Cletus, Cletus the robot football said that he'll himself. be back. He'll be back. I mean, I'm sure. Um, who else is on Fox? Um, uh, uh, sports. Howie Long. Um, Terry Bradshaw. Terry Bradshaw. Yeah, because he has to have that new show where he's like, um, like uh, Jerry from Parks and Recreation. Jerry Gergich. Okay. All right. Uh, that's just what I believe you. That's it's what okay. I think. Uh, so Renee Young, I guess she'll be back before the October 16th episode. So hey. Be cool to see her again on TV, you know. See so they goes. made they made the distinction, like in that w, so in that WWE press release, it said <laughs> Renee Paquette, as the WWE universe no, lovingly knows her as Renee Young. Yeah, they yeah, they yeah. make that distinction that she is a Fox employee. Yeah, and so I think I mean by all indicate any indication, I would just assume that this would be virtual, like all the all oh, the yeah. other stuff that she's been doing. I mean, they, it could be something like, uh, yeah, no, I, I mean, I don't see it. You know, I'm sure Fox has a better contract than WWE. I'm sure you could tell Fox, hey, coronavirus. They'll be like, it's real. Right. Yeah. And, and Vince would just be like, what are you talking about? Get in the studio. Come on. We got a fan on. The ceiling fans turned way up. It's your only biggest fan. So What? Me? The ceiling fan. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hey. The ceiling fan. I'm just checking my levels now. Anyways. Okay, go ahead. Anyways, let's continue. Uh, one last piece of WWE news. Eric of the War War Raiders, right? I can't remember. Yep. Viking Raiders. Yeah. No, Viking Raiders. There's a Viking Raider. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, as you, as we lovingly remember the segment of the year when they did that carpool karaoke. Viking Raiders. Yeah. Oh s- wow. That was made about that. five years ago. Viking Raiders. We are yeah, something like that. I'm not know. I'm never gonna forget that. Okay. When so, we do our worst of hey. there's a lot to complain about in two thousand oh, 2020 is the worst of episode. It's gonna be like three times as long. It's gonna need it's gonna require it's, it's going about. to require yeah. well, you know what? I'm not here to yeah, complain no, about yeah, that. Wrestling, wrestling, wrestling. Uh, Eric posted Eric of the Viking Raiders uh, posted uh, Instagram. He says uh, with a big smile, he posted today. This is on Tuesday. I had some hardware removed from my cyborg arm. I've been putting off uh, the surgery for so a, he's a cyborg now. <laughs> you know, he's uh, who's a cy- yeah. who's the MMA person? It's a cyborg cyborg. That's the yep. young her name is cyborg. Just eh, what, her what's, her, cyborg. what's her name? I forgot her name. Okay. I forgot her name. Uh, basically he's getting a lot of, uh, metal removed from his arm. Uh, as you may Chris know, Cyborg. Yeah, as you may know, years ago, Eric did suffer a horrific motorcycle accident. I believe this is, but even I think this is during his ring of honor days or before his ring of honor days. Uh, but anyways, there, so. so yeah, he, um, he ha- had a really bad, uh, motorcycle accident. And ever since then he's had metal in his arms. He's getting it removed now because Ivar has been out on injury. He's going to be out for like nine months. So, I mean, uh, that's that's kind of the thing. What um, else that's one do? of the it's reasons fun. why Vince McMahon is so gun shy about pushing tag teams. You, you get you lose one, you lose two. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, but tag teams, I mean, it's it's a staple. It's a staple of wrestling. You know, 
You know, I, I think tag teams invented in San Francisco, California. You know what I mean? A tag team wrestling match where two men on Tell each me side. Uh, I'm not, I don't know the exact history, the exact match. I think it was like Joe Bob and Cletus versus, yes, Cletus the robot versus, I don't know, Ivory Storm and Michelin Joe. These were, these were these were these were original names. But you know what's more riveting than that is the New Japan Pro Wrestling Tag Team League and the best of the Super Juniors. Uh, oh wow, the one tournament that's going on in New Japan this year. No, New Japan loves tournaments. They do tournaments all the time, Michael. Come on, you were the former expert. You should know this. Anyways, I'm kidding, by the way. Uh New Japan Pro Wrestling announced that the both Best of the Super Juniors 27 and the 2020 World Tag League will be taking place uh, concordantly. That's the word I'm looking for, right? Concurrently. I with each other. Would... They're running with each other. They're going to start on uh, November 15th, uh, both uh, kicking off the same night. And then each uh, every other night will be a different show. So one night will be Best of the Super Juniors. The next night will be the World Tag League, which will uh, culminate at the uh, Budokan Hall uh, in December 11th, 2020. And we'll have the finals of both nights on the same night. So, or the, uh, both tournaments on the same night. So. Cool. Um, so you are not willing to run down, not run down, but at least pour at least a little bit of thoughts on the G1 Climax. Cause I, I really do think this is like the most significant, significant thing going on in wrestling right now. Like, is there anything that kind of just stood out to you so far as we're about, 11 events deep into this. Well, I mean, I see where the A block's kind of going now. You know, the A block, I mean, a lot of the shows has been really good. It was at night, this last night, night six was really, yeah. I heard was really good. I haven't seen it yet. I'll be quite honest about that. But I'm starting to see how it's starting to scale up. You know, four people are in the lead um, in the A block. Um, uh, I have the I have the standings if you want. Oh, yeah, no, I have the, I have the points right here for the A block. Um, okay. Just for a quick rundown, the four people in the lead are Okada, uh, Will Ospreay, Jay White, and Kota Ibushi. So, you know, with falling behind with six points each, six points each, Minoru Suzuki, uh, Shingo Takage, uh, uh, Ishii, and then four points, Jeff Cobb, um, and then Yujiro Takahashi with zero points. Yeah. Jeff Cobb, not high up on the points, but I will say this. He's, he had a match with Jay White on one of the shows where I came off thinking, man, this is a match. This is a Jeff Cobb match that I've always wanted to happen, but I never watched. Yeah. It is, it is a fully realized fantasy of what I think a Jeff Cobb match should be. And I, I really liked that match between him and um, Jay White. And I think Jay White is... I think he's. I think he's having quite a uh, a G one. He's having as well. a really. Yeah, I think he's having the the J one mantra. The J one. Um, Will Osprey. He's Will Osprey. He's he's incapable of having a bad match. I really really liked his. Um, it's a good match of his. He I, his match did his match against Shingo Takagi happen? I, yes, yes, it did happen. Yeah, it wasn't their best that match. match was but incredible. It was Actually, good. Not, but yeah, it's not. It wasn't as good as the. It was. It's best a level the super, beneath. They the, did it the best uh, of the super, the super juniors, juniors uh, final, but I thought that was excellent. I didn't watch. 
I could I wasn't able to watch the today like last night's or technically today's show. Yeah. Um, but I do. But I did watch. I didn't watch all of that of today's show, but I did watch Shingo Takage versus Kota Bushi. And let me tell you, man, that might be the tournament of the that might be the match of the tournament so far. But as far as like MVPs are concerned, I think. Well, I think it's Tomohiro Ishii, like that guy, that guy, he he is just proven. It's it's almost automatic to this guy. You put him in the G1, you're given constant quality. But that's Um, that's every year. You expect that at Ishii, like MVP, like you can't. I I honestly think Jay White has like outperforming himself this year. He looks he looks shredded. Like he looks really good, and you know he's having great matches in the ring, even though. You know the minor interference stuff here and there. That's kind of kept to like a, it's we, it's minor it's, with it's, him. It's it's getting kind of minor. It's not oh, like evil. It's not like the what, evil matches. Yeah. What we, is your opinion on the story that they're kind of telling about Okada? Him trying to. Why well, watching this. Japanese? I don't know. What is this? No. Is the the first of all, the English commentary they put they get put out. Like I watched the English commentary yeah. once because it's like a little bit after the fact. In fact, that's how I mostly just catch up. the The story of Okada trying to get this money clip, um, manu- uh, money clip uh, submission maneuver. Oh, over. the co- the Cobra Clutch. The, yeah, it's this terrible looking Cobra Clutch, and it's. I think the story is he wants to be a little bit more than the Rainmaker. He wants to be a more versatile. He can't. He doesn't want to. He doesn't want to. You know, be dependent on that move. What is your opinion on that story? I mean, it doesn't somehow. He yeah. It, I mean that the Cobra Clutch thing. I I don't know. It doesn't really do much for me. The move itself, yeah. nor the storyline. Like I don't get it. Like why? I, mean, I kind of do appreciate I... it. Like Okada, you know, he wants to prove himself as like a little bit more one dimensional than just the move. Even though really. The move has got it's it's what got you to the dance. He's I mean he's in tie he's tied for fourth place. He's tied so, or he's tied, tied for, for first, first place. place. I mean he's, tied, he's with with he's technically number four, but then he has yeah. a loss to Abushi and Jay White. So yeah. no no yeah he does have he has a loss to Abushi and Jay White. So it's not it's it's not really favoring him in a tiebreaker situation. Mm-hmm. And let's uh, what do you think about the B block? B block. B block Yoshihashi, my God, this man is working his fucking ass off. His match against Evil, the ever so um, exhausted looking Yoshihashi, where he's just like, yeah, his, yeah, <sighs> yeah, because yeah. he's working his fucking ass off. Yeah, I and so yeah, the match. his match against Evil, I thought was amazing. Um, yeah, his match against Hiroshi Tanahashi, I thought was was nothing short of spectacular, considering what's what it is on paper. Hiroshi Tanahashi, like. I, I said this in the opening night podcast, like that guy is, you could tell like this quarantine did him a bill of goods. Cause he worked the fuck out for this, yeah, yeah, for yeah, this yeah. one. And um, we'll get there with Hiroshi Tanahashi later on the show, but yeah. Uh, Kento, he's, he's pretty good. Zack Sabre jr. Um, he's, he's not, too. he's not, he's not a headline. Like he's not the, the story of it all. Um, I personally think, do you think night, but the Naito, he, him, him and juice Robinson are four and one. <laughs> what do you think of that so Na- far? Naito and Juice Robinson. Na- Tetsuya Naito and Juice Robinson are tied. Well, they're the only ones. They're like, trying they're, to they're get the... over this Blues Brother character, I guess. I don't know. Hey, man, if it if it impressed Tony Storm, it'll. Are they date? Was he in Cancun? Did he Probably. go to Cancun recently? Probably. I don't know. But anyways, um, no. I mean, 
what 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 do you think of Jay White's new new look and everything? I I mean, is it any different? I don't think it's that different. You don't think Jay what, White's or not Jay White? Sorry, um, not Jay White. Uh, fuck, Juice Sonata, Juice. Oh, Juice. Oh, I think it looks terrible, but it's Juice, <laughs> so it's kind of on brand. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like it's he just he has like those. Those that wife beater, like he just looks like Billy Kid, like he just looks like a knockoff Billy Kidman, WCW two thousand one. It's like it's okay. I just I'm not into it at all. This is what I was gonna. This was pulling up while I was trying to stall. Good job, by the way. Thank you. Um, let's see the final B block and official like final, not the final nights, but the actual night of the last two nights of the tournament. I have the cards right here. Do you want to hear this? Yeah, sure. Okay. So the final night of the actual tournament where people are still competing to go to the final of their block, uh, we have Will Ospreay versus Jeff Cobb, Kota Ibushi versus Yujiro Takahashi. So easy one for Kota. Or Yujiro can pull out the uh, his first win in the final. Oh, that'd, the- that'd be great. Shingo versus uh, Taichi, which will be good. Jay White versus Minoru Suzuki, which is going to be a hard one. And Okada versus Ishii. Ooh. So we'll see if he can put the money clip uh, submission on uh, clip that. Ishii. And the B-Block night, we have Yoshihashi versus Kenta. Juice Robinson versus ZSJ. Toriyanu versus Tetsuya Naito. Uh, Hiroki Go- or Haruki Goto versus Evil. And uh, Tanahashi versus Sonata. You know, like I was always kind of just like of the mindset that the A block would just kind of go above. Expe- I mean, the B block would go above expectations. And for the most part, it kind of did. But the A block, man, the talk about stack shows constantly. A block. A block. It is very clear that those shows are going to be the better ones. I still need to watch. I'm honestly kind of caught up. Like I did watch nothing but these shows yeah. for the past. Yeah, yeah. I mean, between like this weekend. Between the, like last weekend and right now, it's it has consumed me, Corey. Oh it god! Has, and I still had to do the dynamite, which I still like. Which I like, you know. You like the dynamite? Well, let's get right into it then. Let's talk some dynamite, shall we? All right, dynamite. Uh, all right, place. you like you know dynamite? Place. Yeah, dynamite. Uh, you know the place, Daily's place. October seventh, two thousand and twenty. We are here to celebrate thirty years of Chris Jericho. We start off with a video of people just commemorating Jericho's career from the AEW. All of uh, all of Tony Khan's cameo um, that he paid for. He bought Slash. He bought. Well, no, not at, not not at this point of the show. It was just the AEW locker room. No, like you I got know. Jungle Boy, you got Proud and Powerful, you got Sammy G. Just like ah, yeah, no, I take a lot from Chris Jericho. I think he's just fine. Um, they run down all AEW career highlights to his Mimosa match, uh, signing his the announcement of his signing at the Pepper Rally. And then we go straight on to the show. Uh, we have uh, JR, Excalibur, and um, Tony Schiavone. Why did I blank out on that beautiful man? And and, and, and we got Ricky Staggs over here. We got And so, yeah, we, we have Ricky Starks, which JR accident or quote-unquote accidentally calls him Ricky Skaggs because he's old. And him and Taz are on commentary for Will Hobbs versus Brian Cage for the FTW World Championship. As Biggie would say, big meaty men slapping meat. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, it was they exchange a... shoulders and forearms and elbows. Excalibur tells the backstory of um oh, this is a pretty sad one too. He tells the backstory of Will Hobbs and his brother um having yeah. dreams of a wrestler manager combo, but 
His brother died to due to gunfire as he was shielding Hobbs. That is, that's real heavy stuff. Sad, sad story. It's what got Will Hobbs yeah. into wrestling. It's, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Cage does a fallaway slam and standing moonsault press to Hobbs. Very impressive looking. Cage does a pump handle face slam first. No, he pump handle face first slam to Hobbs. Yeah. He follows it with an F5 for Hobbs to kick out. Hobbs no sells a German suplex and does one of his own, uh, just like an Ishii match. They clothesline each other, strike exchange, and then a last will and testament from Hobbs, but Cage kicks out. I like the name of that move. Last will and testament. I mean, your name is Will. You're just going to have a bunch of fucking puns. Still like it. Just it's no, it's good. I like it too. Hobbs gets frustrated from the kick out and goes to the top and misses a rock splash. Drill claw, FTR title. I mean. I say FTR, FTW world title retained the drill claw. That's his move. Yes, it is. I thought this was a pretty decent Haas match. I, I wasn't particularly blown away from it, but as like, as far as opening is openers is concerned, like you could do way worse between these two. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Stroman and Keith Lee and just have a count out for one minute in. But yeah. What'd you think of the match? Um, I mean, it was good. It was, it was, it was, it was a big Haas fight. A lot of, like you said, and uh, Brian Cage, and, and yeah, it was good. I liked it. Do you see anybody taking that title away from Brian Cage, or you think that he's just, that's just going to be just his title from now on? I mean, for a minute, it's not one of those titles that's recognized. So is the FTW title going to be one of those titles that's going to get circulated? It's never, it's never acknowledged, like, properly. That's, you know. Yeah, so I don't see it leaving a feud between... Taz and his guys, you know what I mean? Like yeah. maybe one yeah. day he loses it, and then Ricky Stark somehow it's a character wins it, you know? for them. Yeah, honestly. exactly. So, yeah. uh, yeah. Uh, Ta- Post match, Taz gets on the mic. Ricky gets on the ring. Taz gives Hobbs his props and gives him option A to be to be part of Team Taz, or option B is that he says no, so Stalks and Cage could beat his ass uh, before he can answer, which we never got a definitive answer. Darby Allen comes out as Taz calls him a rotten punk and they just start being separated by the two. And you got Darby Allen on your show and uh, Darby Allen. Darby Allen looks like he was dressed to go like to the hot topic prom there, wasn't he? He is hot topic. <laughs> he if hot topic. He, was he a is person, the hot Darby topic. Allen. You're right. You're right. You're right. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's again. Uh, Will Hobbs did not definitively give an answer, and I was honestly anticipating Will Hobbs to just fucking beat down Darby Allen. <laughs> you know, it's <laughs> just like Darby. Like, let me make my own decisions. Yeah, yeah. Asshole. Have, uh, next, we got a video. You have Slash Dennis Miller, uh, his, his own Ted, his own dad Ted Irvine. You got Bub, Bully Ray chugging the bubbly, and you also have a, a shout out to one, the Ace himself. Hiroshi Tanahashi right behind him, the fucking New Japan logo. Bring in the speculation doors, open up the speculation doors. Is the door open? Harold May out of there. He let, and then as soon as he's out of there, he left the door open, and you see Tanahashi and his fucking New Japan logo just saying, yeah. "Hey, congratulations, Chris Jericho. What did you make of this?" Well, once I saw that, and then how many other times did they mention New Japan on the show? Uh, two, at least two more times. At with least Moxley two more times. Mark's Moxley and Archer, and then I think the Bucks mentioned it at one point. Sure, why not? Or at least they mentioned it in Japan, you know. Yeah. So, but then they they brought up New Japan by name. They get they cited like they had these photos, and it said courtesy of New Japan Pro. You know Wrestling. what, Michael? <laughs> they say IWGP title on WWE. That doesn't mean necessarily we're gonna have 
a working relationship between New Japan and WWE. It's not exactly. I'm not. A, I'm not exactly saying a working relationship. It's just more of just like the doors open. They can just look inside the house. They're not exactly answering the house. You know, Harold May <laughs> sounds very he, creepy. He, by the way, he, he's given. He's given the boot, but then he has to. Le- he has to put the door stopper to prevent the door from closing, just so. Jericho can just have a celebration and you can have Hiroshi Tanahashi just like, hey, guys, you know, it looks pretty fun. I think we might be thinking too much into this. What I think is really happening is that Chris Jericho has spent most of his career in WWE. They were not allowed to use any footage or mention anything of his WWE career. So what they're going to do is take everything they can from past and present of Chris Jericho and that's not WWE. You know what I mean? Yeah, clean your pop filter, okay? That's why it stinks. I don't know. You just made that look. But that's what I think is going on. I, I think they just need they just need stuff past and present that's not WWE. So Hey, listen, they got Hiroshi Tanahashi to put a to put a shout out. That I w- that's probably like the one cameo I would buy. <laughs> If Hiroshi, if Hiroshi Tanahashi was on Cameo, it was like one. Do you want him to speak Japanese or do you yes. want him to speak English? Oh, Japanese. Just just let you do you, Tanahashi. No, I want him to. Str- I mean, I'm I'm sure he's a fine English speaker, not as good as Nakamura, but I want him to speak English to my Cameo. Just so just to see him try. Yeah. Wow. 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 <laughs> uh, it's my money, dude. <laughs> it's my bitch. money. You try to speak English, damn it. Go Ace. Uh, go Ace. Ace. Yeah, no, I Ace. until we see Minoru Suzuki come down to the ring for, to challenge for that TNT title, I'm not I'm not completely yeah, sold not, on it yet. So we'll see. I want to see it, but we'll see. Well, literally the next video segment, you got Lance Archer doing a video promo, bringing up the Tokyo Dome match against Moxley. Ah, floodgates are open. It's done. Well, it's uh, New Japan and, and, and they have a working relationship. I'm convinced. I'm kidding. And all I wrote down is that Lance Archer says he'll have a hell of a time. And then Jake Roberts is back there. And I are going to have a hell of a time. Yeah. Spider-Man. It's a great movie. TH2 versus FTR. Brush of greatness. Uh, you have a shot of um, <laughs> one of the things you see. You got a shot. In, it's it's our thumbnail. You got a shot of Matt Jackson with his back turned to the television as he's watching Nick Jack. As he's just watching it just all diligently. You know, yeah. so, which is definitely that's a shot. you watch at. TV. Yeah. No. It looked like it looked like okay. It looked like two things. It looked like it was a shot at WWE trying to you know with the way they watch wrestling matches yeah. in the back. Yeah, also, definitely. it just kind of looked like he was just in position to do, give the television a super kick, which I kind of wish he ended up they him and Nick yeah. just ended up doing, but they didn't. But tell oh Nick Jackson's back also. Yes, he is after a few yeah. weeks, huh? It's just who knows, man. Who knows? What happened to him? No, I don't really. So Tony Schiavone on commentary, he he seems fine talking about the Bucks despite kicking his head off. Like he said, he doesn't hold grudges, and I'm like, motherfucker, they, you could have gotten a broken jaw. You could have been Finn Balor. Tony was Tony was so bad at this thing because they're just like they're just like they're like the the fines aren't doing anything, Tony. No, 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 they're not. They're really not. My jaw still hurts. <laughs> well, you what they 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 should take them off TV. They should suspend them, right? Yeah. What you think? But that's what also, they should do. Like, don't you think the wrestling stickler in you, in you, like, it kind of, it kind of itched, it kind of itched the wrestling stickler in me as well. Where it, that guy, you put over the Bucks having like the best super kick in the business, and yet you have Tony Schiavone, that like, more or less no selling that kick. Like, At least don't be, wear the earring and be like, I'm still looking for my earring. 
Like this should like shouldn't this be like shouldn't they be selling this like as an absolute devastating attack yeah, from definitely the young bucks? Oh, like, I th- they yeah, have, definitely. You know, they are masters of the super kick. Yet, I mean, maybe or maybe they're just so good at controlling the ferocity of their super kick that they just gave Tony Schiavone just a light one. They know they just know like they don't want to kill him, so maybe that mm. you can also put that in the angle. I don't know. I'm kind of just rambling on thinking about it too much because uh, you just like think about, about you think Schiavone. about kicking Tony Schiavone way too much. Hey, I had I tried capturing that the perfect moment in that thumbnail last week of Tony Schiavone getting kicked. I had to watch that a bunch of times. Sorry. Anyway, yeah, TH2, the Hybrid 2 versus FTR, Rush of Greatness. Uh, you got a, you got TH2 flying around. You got Tully fucking around. Grounding Jack Evans, fucking with his knee. Uh, Dragon Screw to Evans. JR references Tanahashi. That's another reference. Tanahashi. 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 My God, it's Tanahashi. Uh, uh, he asks, uh, yeah, uh, hot tag on Helico, and as it has a unique flurry of offense, he, he kind of reminds me of, um, and it, he kind of reminds me of a ZSJ when yeah. he did a bunch of like these weird like maneuvers with his legs, like cranking. <laughs> no, he did this bunch of stuff. He did his weird stuff with his legs, and no, and made cranks, me feel like, weird he about my life. People's necks with those said legs. Like yeah. he eventually gets a hold of both FTR members. Excalibur compares him to a Mexican lucha submission wrestler. Uh, foot stop backdrop combination to cash followed by an assisted 450 for another kickout. More shots of the books watching. Evans horribly misses a Phoenix splash. Like it, like his foot almost like brushes. It, it like it brushes on Harwood's face, and it just yeah. that could have been a disaster. Uh, powerplex to Evans. Titles retained. Greatness brushed. Um, I thought this was another great match for FTR. Um, just firmly planting mm-hmm. them as like the best, like the the the, the your tag champions. Um, they really need like a- any momentum they could possibly get from having just these good ass matches and like good ass tag matches. And they got, they got a division for this. And so I thought TH2, this was probably their best AEW match to date. It was good. Um, it was good. Yeah, it was, it was, it was fantastic. Uh, and yeah. yeah. Where am I on this thing? Okay. Uh, so we get we get a shot of the Bucks. They super kick a cameraman for everyone to see, and then they just throw money at him. That's the thing that they do. Well, you know what was good about that is that they acknowledge the cameraman in the room. Yeah, no invisible camera. Exactly. There's no like, uh, yeah. Oh, he's no like Matt Jackson. He just goes with the camera. It's like, wait a minute, is he is he spying on us? Is he spying on us? Uh. Um. Straight up. Uh. And then we get. And then uh, from that we get a transition to to a picture of FTR in hot dog suits. Uh. Chuck. Uh, Chuck Taylor or Trent just doing using uh, Photoshop <laughs> using that Creative Cloud account to good use. Um. <laughs> I feel like friends- they were just like you know what we can probably make a good five hundred dollars off this. Like let's do it. They probably can. Uh. Yeah. Best friends come out with shirts of said hot dog joke, calling them weenies as they have as they have been for weeks. Uh, Trent calls them weenies. Chuck says it's not a joke, but no, the, Trent, Chuck says that it's it's not a joke that they are the number one contenders contenders and said the title match is at the anniversary show next week. Uh, they brawl, FTR retreat without their belts. Best friends briefly celebrate uh, with the belts before giving them back, and they give the people what they want. But Excalibur misses the cue when they do the camera zoom out. You can just. I can tell Excalibur just hated himself doing that. Yeah. Not not doing the line. Well, you know, one thing, too, that I think that you forgot to mention is that it's not a brush of greatness match. So it's going to be 60-minute time limit. 
it's, it's an it's a match ass match. I believe there's still a tag rope involved because I think all that's in their contract. That's yeah. ironclad in their contracts. So ironclad, like with iron and clad. It's an actual iron. Yes, ironed in there. Uh, where am I? Okay, MJF video promo. He recalls being slightly inebriated talking to Jericho at the party of Double or Nothing. I'm assuming the first one. And uh, he says he may or may not be at the celebration tonight. Shaq, Gene Simmons, Don Callis, Lars Ulrich, and DDP all give props to Jericho. Okay, do you ever watch that show, Tim and Eric? Awesome show, great job. No. Okay, uh, season three, the first episode is a season three. They, this is what this whole entire fucking like old dudes just giving props to Jericho reminded me of. It's, they do this one, it's one of this bit where they had to, they celebrate a hundred years of Jackie Chan. It's, oh. you know, it's just a, a, a they, they yeah, do a bunch of Jackie silly, Chan jokes. Silly. Of him. And so, and what they do is that they just go like around the street and they make a bunch of these old, like old dudes in, uh, in the street, just make them like say they're most fondest memories about jackie chan but then to make sure that they're celebrating a hundred years of jackie chan that's funny and that's 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 exactly what the, i was reminded of it's funny too because like I, I heard lars's voice i'm like that's lars Ulrich, and i went over and i looked i'm like yeah there he is 30 years 30 right. years it, that 30 guy, fucking it, years it just i just i remember what he did he took my napster away he took my napster away god darn it and look where it is now. Yeah. <laughs> Spotify now, though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hey, we're on Spotify, by the yeah, way. Yeah, check us out on Spotify. Yeah. I love Cody. Spotify. So, main eventing, the, um, or kind of main eventing, I don't know, top of the hour. Cody versus Mr. Brody Lee dog collar match for the TNT Championship. Main eventing hour one. I thought that was very interesting. Well, think about it. The debate. They're going to lose a lot of it, especially AEW loses way more viewers uh, during a debate or in things hey, like by that. by the way, speaking of the debate, oh, you voted. I, voted. I got the mail-in ballot. I got my sticker just, somewhere. And immediately just well, dropped you know, the ballot in. They're, they're, Fucking going down. They're messing with the them. mail. They're messing with the mail, okay? Just, just I mean, don't. it's California, so. Yeah. <laughs> I said about the same thing. I was like, yeah, if my vote didn't get counted, I'm sure California. And I was like, if, if somehow, anyways, I don't want to talk about politics. Go out and vote, people. Mm. It's it's yeah, that's true. It's your civic duty. Even if we you don't, don't like them, if we don't agree on who you vote for, you know, just go fucking vote. At least that's one thing that should change in America is the turnout percentage for elections. If you don't like them in there, vote them out, as Willie Nelson would say. Anyway, Cody versus Mister Brody Lee dog collar match. Cody for the Brody, I said this before. Uh, I'll say this: the dark hair better suits that tattoo of his a little bit. It makes it stand out less. Uh, it's. I'm not saying it's good, but it's better. Oh, that's what I'll do for 100 subscribers. I'll get one of those temporary You'll tattoos. Ta- oh, okay. I was going to say you're going to actually get no, those fuck tattoos. No, fuck no. Cody, he's temporary. retweeting people who actually got that tattoo. And, I mean, yeah, you kind of have to. If I'm Cody, you kind of have to at that point. <laughs> Cody's like, oh, God damn it. Damn oh, it. Jesus. What did I start? What, what a nightmare. What an American nightmare this has been. Anyway, you got a video package with Arn saying Cody didn't think the match through. I that that little bit of that video, I thought Arn just was fucking great. He did not think this through. This might he might have to have a career opposite. I'm I'm totally blowing it. I'm not giving it the justice it deserves. Yeah, you know. you're not. Cody enters with Brandy and Arn. You got the monks. You got the celebration. You got Cody. You got Cody entrance. Tony says Cody has eight title defenses. Two leads. Two. 
Anna Jay and John Silver with the dog collar enter with Lee. You have Dr. Michael Sampson in a fit of like, oh, good. Let the people know who was partly responsible for that hearty debacle. Just, just, he even has his own nameplate. It's great. Yeah. Uh, you got Greg the Hammer Valentine, who they acknowledge his dog collar match against Roddy Piper. He's just, he's just sitting there, just really just bored. Like, just, they do more shots of him. He's just like, yep, I'm watching a wrestling show. Uh, they start with a tug of war. Cody gets whipped onto John Silver and gets the boot to the face from Lee. Silver somehow is the first to bleed between the two. Uh, uh, Cody goes to the top for a springboard cutter, but Lee there, just there yanks a, him off the top. There was a lot of above the eyebrow um, um, uh, contusions. There was a lot of bleeding. I don't think these were actual cuts. I think these were just special spreaders that you put on your face that makes it look like there's a lot of blood. Mm, yeah. You don't see a cut. Like I, You just see just liquid. Yeah. Could be. Which, hey, honestly, it conveyed the same reaction, dude, even though I kind of thought. Yeah. Well, we all knew Cody was going to bleed. Of course. Or it's a fucking dog collar match. Get juiced. Uh, Everyone got juiced. Uh, Cody goes to the top for a springboard cutter, but Lee just yanks him off the top. Uh, Hammer just. Wait, Hammer just stares? Oh, Greg the Hammer Valentine. Yeah, he just stares a lot more. Uh, Lee instructs Silver to sit on a chair for Cody to drop kick him. Uh, at this point, I just thought Silver was just the only reason Silver was there just to, was just to get his ass kicked, of course. Uh, DD, DDT to Cody right on this chain. Uh, Anna J helps out John Silver to the back. Cody gets cut. Cody slips under Lee and yanks the chain onto his nuts. Gets a Russian leg sweep. Lee yanks Cody onto the barricade right to his midsection. Lee sets up a table. They brawl on the apron. Cody then does a cutter to the outside. They tease the table spot during picture-in-picture picture until Cody does a package pile driver onto the table as Keytruda tells me about their line of products. I think did the table spot during a picture in picture. I'd... That was that was an interesting spot to do it. It's a very interesting spot. I mean, they want people to look at the picture in picture. I guess like, oh, I'm the one person that's looking at the picture in picture. I that's for me. Don't you think the advertisers have something to say about that? Like, you're taking the attention. Hey, listen, I knew what the fuck the commercial was on when that spot happened. I wonder if you pay now, less. That's for not that. just that's not just me taking notes. Yeah. Uh, Lee is slammed and whipped on the chains as he dons his crimson mask. It's his turn to bleed. Uh, Cody's just being really aggressive here. Cody wraps the chains around the ring post and goes for some contraption to choke Lee, but sort of fails. Cody is yanked onto, is yanked onto a boss man slam for a two count. Lee almost fucking kills Arn throwing the, the chair. Like, the, did you that fucking, that part where Lee just no, gets a steel chair? He almost decapitates Arn Anderson with this shit. He's like Ken um, Shamrock fucking throwing a chair at Mankind's head at night. Fucking Sunday Night Heat, 98. Just with no regard. Check it out. Uh, Alex Reynolds comes in just to get a spine buster from Arm, but is Arn, but is hit by Lee. Chain corner punches to Lee from Cody, and then he wraps the chains around Lee, but let's go. Moonsault off the top to Lee, crossroads to Lee, but he kicks out at one. Cody tries for a vertebraker, but gets a super kick and powerbomb from Lee. Two count. They both yank each other onto the ring post outside. Super Superplex from Lee. They both pass out from it. Uh, release dragon suplex from Lee. Cody does a final cut and then wraps the chains. He, this was a, an amazing visual. He like wraps the chains all around Lee's face. It goes like around his nose, his eyes, his mouth. Um, and then he smashes him with elbows like a bunch of times. And then he sets him up for the crossroads pin. When Cody gains back his Cody gains back, gains back his TNT championship. He's the first two time champion in AEW. Uh, TNT. Yeah. Uh, he yeah. did tweet out much respect to Mr. Brody Lee. Well, good on you, Cody. I thought this was a war. I really like this match. I'm calling this the match of the night. Um, I, I thought it was definitely everything that 
it, it was it warranted the dog call everything the booking of that match definitely warranted its uh, stipulation uh i thought the gimmick i a lot of creativity was involved in it um there was a lot of creativity in it uh brody lee um they made as much as like people want to say that the wrong person won we can definitely have that debate i thought he still in, in defeat i still think he looked really great in defeat and um cody uh We'll see where it, I mean, well, oh my God, post match, we see what it comes from here. Yep, you were clearly paying attention to me. Yep, no, I wasn't. Sorry, I was reading this fucking press release by Hangman Page. Oh, yeah, no, I was, yeah, I was about to, okay, the good. entire thing in the notes of our show. What did you think of the Cody Rhodes match, Corey? Mm. It was good. I mean, it was a dog collar match, so I mean, it was super brutal. Um, you don't like that? No, nothing wrong with it. I just. Going into it, I just expected what it was going to be, and it, it was. Like, it was exciting to watch it, but at the end of the day, I was just like, okay, he won. Let's move on oh. now. Because it, it's just the whole Brody Lee thing. I'm just, I don't know. I feel like they could have went a little further with him as champion. So, okay. Yeah. That's the thought, only thing. You thought he dropped it a bit. He dropped the title a bit too early. I think, yeah. You think the wrong person won. Well, Brody Lee, I think, is only cha- was only champion because of... Cody going to do some television show. The well, I, we seems met, like it. Honestly, he got the title back, so <laughs> he's just like <laughs> he's back, and he got the title back. He's like, oh my god! I did one week build you. on that. So. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, Dark Order tends to Lee as the Nightmare Family celebrates with. Cody. Did you notice Cody's uh, colored pants? Very black and purple. You were just you are. He literally cuts a promo saying mm-hmm. this black. Uh, my black hair. Uh, implies that i'm turning heel but uh uh i'm going with the audience uh go fuck yourself Corey smith of san francisco i'm not joining the dark order i'm with the fans and i'm turning well face and i'm gonna be tnt championship yeah I, I think i did a little bit of editorializing on the whole Corey. but what happens after yourself. this what happens after this is that um uh he says he'll stick to the path of the fans and that he'll defend his tnt championship and then tony asks who who are you going to defend it against? Ooh. And this, and Cody doesn't know. Cody doesn't know. Cody doesn't know. You ever seen that movie? Yes, right? I know that song. Okay. Corey doesn't know. And then Orange Cassidy comes out with, with his thumbs up. Oh, I'm thinking about man. You hit a sore spot yeah. right there. Yeah. Um, Orange Cassidy comes out with his thumbs up the way that he does the thumbs up. And uh, what are you doing? What are you looking? I was at? looking. I was looking for my my Orange Cassidy glasses, but I can't reach for them. So swing and a miss, Corey. Yeah, he comes out. Cody puts his thumbs up as well, and there you have it: Cody versus Orange Cassidy next week. Okay, He's so another match that Orange Cassidy will probably be losing. So, so then Orange Cassidy just loses another match. Yeah, I know. I and, question, and Cody's, I, I question the booking of the match as well. And it's, Cody's, it's, but hold on, and yeah. Cody's gonna just win another match clean, or is Cody legit? Not, I'm not, I'm not gonna sit here and push the whole him being the leader of the Dark Order thing because it's obviously not gonna happen, but. Him turning somewhat heelish with Arn telling him like things like he's not he's going into this match. He sounds like Jr. in my impersonation, but like you know, just him kind of not talking trash on Cody, but him not fully approving of Cody going to this match. Yet Cody's still winning, so Cody's going to build more arrogance. And I mean, we talked about the exhaustion of Cody Rhodes before. After this match, next week he's just going to have a clean win over Orange Cassidy, somebody who should be pushed. Probably a little bit harder than he is. I, he looks good and he's way over, but like, I don't know. You can put some gold on the guy, you know. Being the uh, the champion of the whole network, 
would be a good thing. Not a world title, but you know, TV title. Definitely, definitely. I think it's. I think this is just a match that you just put on paper just to make it like an attract, like just to stack the card. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah. Without really kind of thinking it through. Yep. But listen, I. I mean, unless for look, some... look, 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 look. Orange Cassidy losing against Cody. Cody is your one of your biggest like investments, the biggest investments. He's executive vice president for fuck's sake. It doesn't like what if Cody loses? No, it doesn't. It doesn't make Orange Cassidy bad. It just no. makes him a step below but Cody. What if Cody loses? And Cody fucking loses. Orange Cassidy is your goddamn winner. Then yeah. what? What are you gonna do? I can't. I. I'll be curious, and that's and isn't that kind of the hook either way that you're curious of what they're gonna do next with this match? You yeah, know, Brody Lee. Brody Lee could like just go out and just you know, fuck around and just like cause the make a non finish. Like you, you can definitely do that. And I feel like if you make that non fit, you're gonna set that precedent of making a non finish. Like Orange Cassidy, what do you think? What do you think your chances of um Cody next week? Well, thanks a lot. Uh, thank you, Orange Cassidy. Um, we are here to validate. It was market. me, Michael. It was me all along. Oh well, uh, that is a bummer. <laughs> oh, oh, great! It's Corey. Yeah, like, I thought I was co-hosting a show with fucking like, Orange Cassidy. Damn it. Wardlow, Cole Cabana, and Hangman Page are your three newly announced participants for the AEW World <laughs> Title. Do you want to read the? Do you want to read the press release? Oh wow, okay. it's kind of long. It is. Uh, basically. Uh, he has dictated reasons for entering this uh, tournament. It goes as followed. The tournament can provide Hangman Adam Page with his first opportunity to challenge for the AEW. Wor- Wait, what? What? Didn't he have an oppor- Didn't he face Chris Jericho for the title? Okay, let me read this. Wasn't that the- deep contemplation after half bottle of Scotch Bourbon whiskey and chucking a dozen watermelons at a red oak at the back of a pickup? <laughs> Hangman Adam Page has decided to enter the single elimination tournament to decide a number one contender for the All Elite World all elite wrestling world championship hangman adam page has, di- oh, never has mind. dictated his reasons as entering as follows i didn't read the whole uh, thing. i'm only gonna read one of these uh it's it's on his twitter uh yeah uh, the tournament could provide hangman adam page with his first opportunity to challenge for the since his catastrophic yeah. and embarrassing loss to chris jericho i do that i react too early i'm like an okay, american this, i'm not gonna read all of this i think i think it's it's hilarious Ooh, let me do this one though um as a child hangman adam page un- Unintangible was it uh, unintelligible. The voicemail devolved into a slurred monologue with the occasional yell, followed by two minutes of silence. It's one of his reasons. Oh, hangman, hangman. This guy, he knows his comedy, and I feel like that's yeah, he's great. Yeah. Anyway, hangman and page. He's in your uh, t- tournament. Well, he has Alex also well, he has a whole list of things he's going to do to get ready too. So go it's check on that. Twitter. Yeah, you, well, you know what, listener, 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 you follow Adam Page. Go and read that. Or, you know, you can just follow us at CWR4 and 5 on Twitter, and I just retweeted it. So there you go. We're about uh, 55 minutes into the show. Alex Marvez asks Kenny Omega about his singles return. He calls Hangman a tag team wrestler, but this is the one where he stakes his claim to be the number one contender for the AEW <coughs> championship, which will be decided at full gear. So, yeah, a bit of a, a correction. The number one contender match will happen at full gear. Yeah. The, 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 the title match will not happen. The winner of the tournament will not face that person. No, 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 no. Yeah, I think because we may, I said something about that. Yeah, uh, you're wrong. Uh, Kenny says he's going to be the man destined to be champion, hangman or not. So there, that's all the Kenny Omega you get this week. 
Big Swole versus Serena Deeb. This is all the women that you're going to get this week, too. Uh, Deeb gets wrist control. She lands a real nice-looking clothesline on Swole. Swole hurts her knee off Dragon Screw. It's mostly Deeb at this point with Swole selling. Uh, Swole does a headbutt, headbutt to Deeb's heart, chest area. Deeb keeps bouncing off Swole strikes from the rope until Deeb eats the elbow. Uh for the pin and the win. I thought Serena Deeb looked fantastic. Yeah. In this match from what little they, from what, like from the amount of time that they gave her, like she can be a real, what can I say? She's kind of like Natalia. She kind of reminds me like if we're doing a WWE comparison, well, she's the yeah. veteran. no, she's the veteran that will get it done and get the, yeah. get whatever they need Definitely. to get across. You know, she is that, uh, which you kind of need that, you know, you lose experience. Uh, Rick, Former straight edge society member, Serena D. Yeah. Professional being bald person. She was bald, yes. And then next up, we got a Moxley Western promo, and he's in a bar, and I'm just like, really? You're in a bar in these times? 2020? He says someone is eventually going to take him out, and it could be Archer. He re- he references the dome match, and then he says the chick. He Fucking doors be- open. It's open. Chi- And then he says the chicken might come home to roost. He flips a coin and says who wins at October 14th. Um, Who wins at October 14th? Maybe him or maybe Moxley. And then, and then he goes on to say, uh, Archer, you know, the saying. He takes a shot and he says, everybody dies. And that's it for Moxley. And did you just have a shot waiting for you for that spot? Yeah, I did. I love it. I poured it when you sent me that Zoom call. Cool. Oh, that felt like shit. Chaos Project, our main event, Chaos Project, Luther and Serpentico versus Chris Jericho and Jake Hager. First off, before th- the video going into this was really, really good. The one that was online the whole week before. Yeah, uh, Jericho for like the minute and a half makes Luther, doc- like Dr. Luther. He says like... He was having matches against Atsushi Onita at Corcuan Hall, yeah. a mecca of Japanese wrestling. Shit. Yeah, That's not so much a New Japan reference as much as a yeah. Japan reference. So we're not going to count that in the books. By the way, I just, not- uh, I just noticed the date's wrong on the... Ha! <laughs> Fuck me. Um... <laughs> Anyways, let's continue. Sorry. Yeah, so basically Luther, uh, I just threw you off. Uh, Luther is being built up all week, you know, having Matt saying we started, he kind of started around the same time I did, even though he was a bigger deal than I was in Japan you know, on the indie scene. Um, he goes, I want this win against Luther for me because I need to be Luther. And I was like, okay. I mean, you built it up. If you, if you told me this like, a, like even half a year ago, I would have been, you know, like, oh, Luther versus Chris Jarrett in his 30th anniversary. Okay, sure. Sure. Why not? Um, so for it to happen and to see it them come full circle now is great. So there we go. We just travel to the future. <sighs> Jesus. Anyway. Where am I now? I'm, now I'm looking for my notes as I... Well, we're, get, we're, we're starting the match. Luther and... Luther, okay. yes. Luther, Luther, Luther. Delayed verticals. Uh, Super Serpentico and Jericho starts things off. Luther gets a tag, gets a high kick. They mostly work and build heat on Jericho. He, get, he, gets, he gets his ass kicked in this match, actually. A delayed vertical suplex from Jericho. Luther lifts Serpentico to the inner circle members and then front flip sent on in front of everybody to the outside. He drives Jericho's face to the canvas from the top. Luther dodges a Judas effect and does a German suplex. Diving Meteora to Jericho. He, yeah, I, a diving Meteora off like a an electric chair. It was an electric chair Meteora. Like, I, Jericho, he should be taking that spot at this 
at this point, at his age, 30 years. Hey, you know. Um, yeah. Luther drives Floyd, um, and then Luther, he then gets oh, Floyd, Floyd the Bat onto Jericho's stomach as Aubrey is distracted. Sammy Guevara distracts Aubrey again, and then Luther beats, eats a Judas effect for the pin and win. Uh, this was a match, you know? Yeah. They just wanted to have Jericho main event a match against a guy that he like. It was honestly obviously has a bunch of respect for. He it was, obviously has a bunch of yeah. respect for Luther, and he just wants to give. It was more just like kind of like a. He makes that he makes that promo about like oh Luther did not sign AEW out of a favor, but I can totally see him main eventing this Dynamite out of a favor with Chris Jericho, which is fine. Yeah. Like it's, you know, it's it's it's. A I think this is going to be the highlight of Luther in AEW though. Like I don't. I'm not trying to say he's horrible i just i don't see him being pushed to what tag titles no you think him and serpentico are gonna be ftr i don't think so i don't know i don't know we'll see yeah this was a match uh jericho's about to do a post-match speech but then mjf comes out with wardlow and some giant wrapped up object a moving <laughs> object. Wardlow is just carrying this object and like you didn't you don't know that it's a person until he just fucking puts it into the ring yeah i thought that just looked fucking hilarious because i didn't know it was a person until it reached the ring oh they, uh, yeah yeah, yeah. It, it, when i was watching i thought the, the guy was walking in the ring or the person the thing was walking in the ring but. yeah um so mjf is out he's he's for the celebration of corazon de leon of le champion great fucking line mjf oh the lionheart yeah yeah. Um, and then he reveals that it's his returnee that I forgot his name, dressed as a clown holding another gift. So it's a gift within a gift. It's like a Russian doll. Uh, and he invites MJF. I mean, MJF invites Chris Jericho for a career defining announcement next week. So, again, as much as he insists that it's not about him, it's kind of about him. Was this a playoff of this is your rock? This is your life. I guess. I don't know. Okay. Uh, the gift is revealed, and it's a picture of MJF just flexing his muscles. And so Jericho, he looks at it lovingly a little bit, and then he smashes the picture onto the clown. Um, and then they stare down. Um, he, Jericho says he hates clowns. And then they get friendly, and, uh, and then as soon as they just tease a rivalry, they laugh with each other again, and then they celebrate. with They whip out bubbly. All the heels come out, celebrate 30 years of Jericho. And then just like the fucking ending of SNL, the fucking credits roll on AEW and it's credited. Everything Everything's is credited Christian. to Chris Jericho. And, and I love not- Excalibur is just like, oh, I didn't know Jericho was doing camera number four. Yeah, that <laughs> this is he, he's ambidextrous is what he is. This was absolutely silly, but I was super into it. Yeah, that, yeah. That, that whole credits roll scene. Like, yeah, definitely. I thought this. I thought that was hilarious. Um, this episode like blew fucking by. Yeah, you know, definitely. I really. Th- I thought this was a really great episode of Dynamite. If I were to say of all the the great all time Dynamites, I I wouldn't put this on my top five. It was definitely. Five. I think it was definitely the. Uh, you know, I guess I'll get to it in the end. But I thought it was that a good show. I really liked that Cody Brody Lee match. You know, it, it was an was, exciting episode. I'll say that it was a very exciting episode filled with highlights. And next week is going to be even more stacked. Also, you got a you got a title match. You got two. You got TNT and the World Chant title being defended. You got the tag title defended. Like they are treating this anniversary like a goddamn pay per view, which they should because it's the anniversary. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, dynamite! This train just keeps on rolling, baby. Yeah, I like the show a lot. And I like the show a lot. And let a lot, a lot. let's keep the train rolling to uh, Florida. Well, we'll stay in Florida because 
We have no choice but to stay in Florida. Yeah. Uh, NXT uh, took place at the, uh, what are they calling this? The Capitol Wrestling Center now? CWC. The CWC, the Capitol Wrestling Center. And I mean, it's a decent Cruiserweight look. Cruiserweight classic. It's, it's a decent look. Well, yeah, they're basing it off the Capitol Wrestling Corporation, but they also base the Cruiserweight uh, classic kind of off of that too. It's just, that. it's cages. It's more of that metal aesthetic that you'd grown to grown to love you know yeah uh, um the the lighting's better i like the lighting i like the stage setup it looks good i'm i'm not gonna you know they have this old school feel to it because even in big matches the ring announcers in the middle the, I mean, the microphone hey, listen, comes down if you, if, when you're a show that only appeals to the 50 plus audience you you have no choice but to go old school i remember it had to go up there you got Greg the Hammer Valentine though. He knows what he's watching. He's like on on he he's on that TV thing. You know those handheld TVs with the antennas. You mean a portable television? No, it's a handheld TV, Sonny. Anyways, uh, Wade Barrett's actually here this week. Uh, unlike oh, NXT yeah, Takeover, like, unlike the stunt doubles from NXT Takeover. Okay, I have a theory about that. What if they were just like different announcers for different languages, and they were just there? Doing commentary. I mean, is it a coincidence that they have the same amount of men and same amount of women, I mean, which is just two men and one minute women? Yeah. Woman? yeah because I think if there were, there's stunt doubles, if there were stunt grannies there, they would have gotten. That's Let's a, talk about NXT. That, yeah. Hey, yeah, get that bottle out of the shot there. I'm I'm hangman. I'm the hangman and page of this. Um, a very middle of the road show. I feel like not a whole lot happened. Um, that's NXT for you. Good night, everybody. Uh, but Tommaso Ciampa versus Koshida kicked off the show. So originally scheduled to start this show was the return of Ember Moon. It was actually advertised 15 minutes before this show kicked off. I got an email. NXT tonight. Ember Moon kicks off the show. And I'm like, you guys I got an email. You guys have already told me that it was going to be Tommaso Ciampa versus Koshida starting the show. So now I'm just OK, whatever. Anyway, so uh, like I said, Ember Moon was originally scheduled to start, but these two men got into a locker room brawl backstage, uh, so they have to continue it outside in the ring. Uh, they begin the match with some mat wrestling when Vic Joseph exclaims, they're going back to what they were doing in the locker room. I'm like, why were they mat wrestling in the locker room? Just because that's the only way wrestlers know how to fight, or at least between those two. Like, like oh, I would punch you in the face, but really all I know how to do is this fucking wrist lock. Uh, Kushida goes for a handstand springboard elbow to Ciampa, but Ciampa gets a drop kick right into Kushida's face. Uh, Ciampa gets the heat on the Kushman. Kushida fights back with the comeback stinted by Ciampa. Back from the break, Kushida is, is uh, being beat down by Ciampa. Both men on the ring post. They both fall. Ciampa then staring at the announcer's table. That's when uh, Vic Joseph, well, they're, they're looking at us, Wade. Oh, they're looking at you, mate, not me. Uh, Ciampa get, can't get the fairy tale ending locked in. Absolutely perfect, Vic Joseph. <laughs> Urinagi uh, to the ring post, uh, transition to a German suplex to Ciampa. Kush looking for the arm bar, but can't lock it in. Both men battling against the 10 count. Uh, to get up, battling back and forth with an exchange of strikes. Uh, Saito suplex to Kushida, followed by a kick out. Ciampa uh, is then battling with Kushida. Um, gets a hoverboard lock locked in on the Ciampa. Then all of a sudden, Neil Young's version of The Undertaker comes out to the ring and hits a double arm, uh, double axe handle 
and but it was a double DQ, and it was a shit finish. It was the Velveteen Dream. Uh, but he was very, like, like I said, he looked very, like, Neil Young rock and roll meets The Undertaker. Right? Am I wrong by saying that? You saw the show. I feel like... He had the purple glove. Like, he no, had all I, black. because no, That's the thing. I feel like he was just too lazy to remove his makeup from the prior takeover. And it was like, I'm just going to look like this. I'm and, just going to look like Doc Brown. And uh, he had a, cow- a black cowboy hat on. I don't know. Um, Velveteen so, Dream is weird, Corey. Don't you understand it? Don't you get him? He's, he's eccentric. He's the flamboyant one. Well, he should dress like a blues brother then. I don't know. Uh, this was a good match, but it was it was seriously ruined by the finish. So Yeah. I mean, listen. They didn't want to beat either guy. This is what happened. Hey. Then don't book, and I get it. Don't book the match if you don't want to beat either guy. Tony Khan. Um, <laughs> um, well, I'm just. I, I think it's gonna be a great match, and uh, I think both men have a lot to offer, uh, and we'll see what happens. That's not how Tony Khan sounds like. I that. was on the phone call with him. Okay, I know what he sounds. Yeah, like. and how did that go? It was great. We had an exchange yeah. of words after the the, the recorded one. I call him TK. We're on a initial. He calls. He calls now. me KKS. I call him TK. You know, whatever. Uh, let's move on to Ember Moon, uh, making her return to the, well, actually making her return since the Achilles tear that we ourselves had the misfortune of witnessing. Yeah. Uh, so uh, she said she was out for 14 months. She said she was out. She said it was a career ending injury. Yeah. Yeah. She did say that too. Uh, Hey, good on her. But she said she was uh, in isolation for 14 months. Even though we saw her get injured, she, saw, she knew COVID before everybody else. Even though we saw her got injured twelve months ago, I, I mean, I guess two months difference doesn't make you know anything. Uh, but she notices the changes here in NXT. She actually makes a joke, uh, saying, "Oh, I'm surprised they let me talk tonight because it's been so long." And she is ecstatic to be back. And you know why hey, wouldn't you? Why wouldn't she? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, although her as a character, she's just like happy go lucky now. To oh, me, that's, that's what I get. WWE character, someone who's just happy to be there, aka everybody. I'm Drake Maverick. I'm happy to be here. Uh, said she found clarity while riding her motorcycle throughout the country, and also I mean, said, as you do, as and you she said she also found Ember's Law, which I thought this was gonna be like a real thing, but it's not. It she just says I can do whatever I want because I'm Ember Moon. Oh, okay. Is there a Corey's Law or a Michael's Law like that? Like, yeah, is uh, that a, Michael's law is to completely shut out every terrible fucking promo that Ember Moon does from this point forward. <laughs> so um, then out comes Io Shirai because she said, well, basically Ember says, because mama wants some gold, baby. And Io Shirai comes out. And I know it sounds worse when I say it. Why is everybody so fucking corny in this company? I swear <laughs> to God. Out comes Io Shirai. And then out comes Rhea Ripley. And then Rhea Ripley is attacked by Ray Kell and Dakota Kai. And... <laughs> William Regal comes out, and I feel like William Regal had just like a brain fart for a second because says, "No, this is not happening tonight. It looks like you want to fight, and you will face you tonight." I was like, "Did you forget their names for a second, Regal?" So, nonetheless, we move on. Uh, Drake Maverick, he's arriving to the arena, and he's he is extremely happy to be there. He's being asked why he, how he's teaming up with uh, Killian Dane and how he feels about that. He says, it's great. I've been trying to call him. We've been getting uh, new music, uh, wardrobe fitting. And uh, that's when Dane walks up behind him and says, what, what are you doing? I'm not your tag team partner. You, you can't keep doing this trick. He says, we're tag team partners. I'll see you out in the ring. We're in a match okay. against Everise. Oh, Drake, I will come and get you, donkey. 
So, yeah, yeah, Shrek and Donkey. Uh, I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, like, this could be fun. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's they're doing something with each other. Uh, Undisputed Era have a promo backstage. I, I actually this is one that I forgot I was supposed to go back and watch, but I unfortunately skipped over because I was doing stuff while it was going on. Uh, did you Cranking catch? It. Did you catch what they said in this? I know Adam Cole was you know Tom. What they taught Rich Holland taking him out. Uh, yes. Did you? What do you think of this theory though that Rich Holland was Rich Holland? We find out later in the night. Well, I guess we'll get there later, but we'll see what happens with that. Uh, Ever Rise versus Killian Dane and Drake Maverick. Um, so Dane throws Drake into the ring, and he's super reluctant to make the tag. He's like, Drake, if you want to tag me, just like my hands right here, just tag me. I'm I'm not gonna reach out for you, whatever. And I think it's really funny because Matt Martell's beating down on Drake Maverick. He's yelling, see, he doesn't even want to be your partner. He doesn't even want to be your partner. And Killian Dane's in the corner just like, yeah, no, I, I don't want to be your partner, Drake. He's, he's right. So, I mean, it, it's pretty true. I don't know why they continue the storyline. Martell then slaps Dane for some reason to piss him off. Dane gets into the ring, knocks down Everrise, pulls Drake back towards the corner, tags himself in. Uh, Dane takes out both members of Everrise. Drake, for some reason, decides to tag himself back in, and Dane's livid at this point. Drake almost gets rolled up by Chase Parker. Dane goes for a pump kick on Chase, hits a power bomb, technically to Drake Maverick onto Chase Parker, but Drake Maverick gets the pin and the win. Oh, good. This wasn't uh, that fun of a match, but it wasn't like a horrible technical. You know what I mean? Like they yeah. did all they hit all their spots. It wasn't horrible, but just filled time, honestly. And that's how I felt like most of this episode was of NXT. It was a lot of time being filled. <sighs> I mean, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Uh, Drake is so excited, and he, what is up with this new fucking music? Did you hear this? It was like I mean, it's it's honestly like when it comes to music in NXT, it's just in. It through, was like in through the ear, out through the. It other, was man. stock music, like it had to have been stock music from some like royalty free music. Because it was like some sort of like, like think of like a kids movie, a live action kids movie pre like a trailer that has some really bad music. That's their music. What the fuck? I'm sorry to get expletive in here, but it has to be said. I think that ship has sailed, Corey. Um, well, uh, also, Killing Dane punches his partner because. Yeah, what, what do you think of this match? Like I said, it passed time. Uh, they want to establish Killian Dane and Drake Maverick as this team. It's just like, do they? Is this? Is this what you want in your tag division? Just more dudes just being lumped with each other? Like, is ever rise? Are they just ever jobbers? They're good. Like, they are. They're, they're, I mean, they're they obviously are like who they are because they're good at what they're doing. I think they're WWE's take on the Young Bucks. I keep. I feel that for some reason. I don't know why. Like, if they came out with more tassels, I wouldn't be surprised. Mm. Yeah. Uh, then we cut to a video package of Tony Storm in Cancun, Mexico. She reflects on her time being in WWE um, and uh, saying this has been her longest time off. But it, it, she goes, this is, she says, it's, on, it's on purpose. Swear. It's not because of travel restrictions. It's all calculated. So, so according to this... Um a bit of a breaking news. I'm still like going over this Hangman Adam Page. Uh, if so, that that URL at the bottom of that press release. If you put AdamPageWrestling.com, yeah, it leads you to Vote.gov. 
Oh, that's funny. That's good. That's good. Go vote. Uh, if we didn't say that, we didn't say it enough. Yeah. Um, so then we have uh, a Did You Know segment for NXT uh, talking about Johnny Gargano. But as you may know here at City Wrestling Radio, I don't do that bull crap. WWE Did You Know. I do my own Did You Know. Did you know, Michael, that only three people used to live in Cancun, Mexico at one point? It is true. In 1970, January 1970, there were only three people living in Cancun, Mexico, and they were caretakers of a coconut plantation. Today, this is a round resort that hosts over a whopping 700,000 residents due to its rapid development. Unsurprisingly, it's also one of the best value long haul holiday destinations. So waste no time. And oh, checking out deals. Never mind. I, I copied and pasted too much. But that's weird. Three Story people. of my life, Corey. You learned. Story of my life. Did, did you know that? Did you know? I any, did not know that. Well, now you did. You know, now you do. Uh, keeping up with the Garganos is next. Uh, they're walking their dog. They both agree that Sunday it sucked. Uh, have But they said having gold is inevitable. Uh, they arrive home and notice a 65-inch brand new TV in front of their house. And uh, apparently it's from Indy Hartwell. Uh, Candace is super suspicious about this, but Johnny doesn't really care because he's a dude and dudes love their TVs. Uh, that's true. It's a variable <laughs> fact that us men, you and me, Corey, we just love our television. Oh, look, you at, know, look at that. Look, look at, at that. this right TV. Right there. See, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, I'm, I'm just gonna go hug it once we're done recording because I love it so much. Turn the camera off, please, when you do that. Anyways, uh, no, because I gotta talk about Austin Theory versus Leon Ruff. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, Leon Ruff, uh, he got some spots in on Austin Theory. I will say that. Um, he got some home spots actually. Um, Leon hit a near fall on Theory to start the match. Uh, neck breaker to Leon, springboard clothesline. He had actually really good uh, springboard clothesline to Austin Theory. Although, he does, you know that spot that pe- that cruiserweights do where they bounce on the middle rope to the top rope? Michael? Yeah. yeah. He yeah. botched He botched that, and I felt like Theory just said fuck it and hit his finisher. And and he, he I think he yelled at him, you were going to lose anyways. so like i in my mind what i saw happened was somebody botched and he says fuck this i'm gonna just take the pin and win i'll do it myself just like thanos yeah uh after the match uh theory gets on the mic he says uh this is what i can do uh, when i have time to warm up because this is a warning to everyone that austin theory is the future of nxt and, and and no one can do a damn thing to stop me and then out comes uh, your favorite wrestler and mine, probably wrestler of the year. It's probably the best thing about NXT going on right now. Honestly, <laughs> until we hear otherwise, Dexter Loomis comes out to the ring. Uh, oh, what? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. no, no. Uh, Dexter Loomis comes out, and uh, they apparently have a match, because apparently when you say that no one could stop me, that's an open challenge. I didn't know that. Austin Theory knows a thing about thing or two about people... Never mind. Yeah, he's gross. Um, let's see. Loomis comes down, beats down on Theory. They go back and forth. Loomis stares. Uh, Loomis, no, sorry. Loomis is down, and Theory's just being cocky as shit. Snapmare to a double stomp to Loomis. Spinebuster to Theory. Uh, leaping monkey flip to Theory. And I'll be honest, Loomis ain't looking bad. 
He's looking pretty good. I mean, he's not horrible. It's just it's fucking. I. Where am I supposed to get the fuck out of this character? Um. Yeah. Apparently, he's on cameo. So. Uh, <laughs> not anymore. Oh yeah. Uh, rolling dropkick to Loomis. Uh, should we just buy one while we can- still can? Uh, rolling dropkick to Loomis, but Loomis gets on his feet first, and Theory is just shocked. He's like, You're on your feet first. Oh my god. You landed. Uh, we have the Cobra cut, the Cobra clutch slam to Theory, and the submission victory for Dexter Loomis. After the bell, and literally right after the bell, Cameron Grimes hits the cave in to Dexter Loomis. He says, "When I ask you a question, you answer. You freak." And uh, actually, yeah. I I will say this: Cameron Grimes displayed a little bit more of a different side of his character in this brief little segment. I always thought this was always what Cameron Grimes was all about. No, I, I mean, guess, like, okay. I mean, yeah, no, I could definitely understand like him being a bit more aggressive and just, you know, not so comedic. It's more of like when okay. I, yeah, I mean the post match, the interview that's, yeah, they, they had to beat it into your fucking head. No, we didn't get there yet, though. Uh, we have McKenzie interviewing uh, Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez. They said they're going to have a match tonight because it's scheduled and they have to go do that to make money because it's their job. That's that's <laughs> that that classic Ric Flair promo when he just cut on Dusty Rhodes in the 80s. Oh, I'm so. going to I'm going to beat you because I'm here to make money and it's my they job. told me they told me Woo. I was going to get the three count and Woo! Yeah. Uh, then we have Cameron Grimes. He's being asked, goes, why did you attack Dexter Loomis? And they, like I said, they have to fucking beat it in. Like, cause if you didn't get it before already that when he, when he told Dexter Loomis with the mic turned all the way up, um, he says, when, when you, when I ask you a question, you answer Dexter Loomis. is a freak it's for the video package, but he I did. Think. But then he also did say, I'm Cameron Grimes and I'm going to the moon. That's exactly what I want. <laughs> that's I'm that's what the people want right there. You're giving the people what they want. Yeah. Uh, NXT championship recap uh, or NXT championship match recap. Finn, like I said, got his jaw fractured in two places. Did you notice in his x-rays he released on Instagram, he has like fillings Yeah. on his teeth. Yeah. I don't know. Oh. I just I just always find that interesting. I want to x-rays pick that up on people's mouths. Oh, yeah. I need mine. Well, yeah, I, I, I have really messed up teeth. I um, have. I no comment. Well, what? My, about your teeth. Yeah, thank you. You know, they're beautiful. <laughs> about my teeth. They're like snowflakes. Teeth. teeth are like snowflakes. You know, they're all beautiful in their own way. And another thing that was beautiful was that match. So uh, the NXT championship match. But we move on to Ridge Holland. Um, he's uh, being interviewed as he arrives at the arena. So I had to go kind of rewatch this because I didn't hear what the fuck was being said. They go, Ridge Holland, Ridge Holland, you attacked Adam Cole. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, I'm Ridge Holland. I'm going to, yeah, I'm here. Yeah, all right, Ridge Holland. And I was just like, what did he say? And apparently uh, what happened was is uh, he was compensated for taking out Adam Cole. Now, do you, I? it might be Rikishi. I don't know yet. Or Triple H. No, because Triple H paid Rikishi. Never mind. It's Triple H. Um... You can't be like me, Adam Cole. I am me, and I'm the game. Uh, but the theory of someone in the back was probably doing that. Fish and um, and Strong, the ones to hire uh, Ridge Holland to take out Adam Cole. What do you think of that? Yeah. Is that that theory of like Fish and Strong just 
Strong fish. I, don't know. I mean, like if you're if you're gonna do that, like, I mean, listen, I can't speculate that on anymore because considering the condition of what of what Ridge Holland is right now, like it's it's, it's hard to speculate one when like once you know that happened. So, but is as far as that potential theory not a great one it's not that exciting no. it's no, like it's, oh they just want they it seemed like ridge holland was just sort of shoehorned into this like he's a guy they definitely want to push like do they just want to wedge him into this whole undisputed era thing i, I mean it could I'm be not buying it pat mcafee right right i mean maybe that's I mean, kinda I, that's kind of like what him. that's kind of what i oh yeah um he, i hired my english cousin to come and take you out um no but Ridge Holland, his character is established now. He's a hitman, right? He's a hitman on the roster. He will take somebody out for you if you pay him. So I would like to see some more of that because I love that dynamic of him being hired. He might be a face. He might be a heel, but he's just there to make his money. So I think it's pretty cool. Uh, we cut to Damian Priest with Mackenzie. Uh, she's asking about his after party. I don't know why. She's just... Let's talk about you and your after parties. Oh, Mackenzie, it was great. We had a lot of stuff. I don't know. Um, we had a pool. I had my leather pants on. So you know what I had to do. <laughs> he says, uh, uh, He says when, he, when I said I will live forever, I was not kidding. When I beat Gargano, I burnt his name onto this title. Which, like, that's fucking dramatic, dude. Did you do that after you were getting drunk in the pool with your leather pants? Uh, then he asked Mackenzie... He goes, what's next for my title, Mackenzie? She goes, I don't know. He goes, oh. Party. Well, they're ready to receive a reckoning. Okay, thank cool. you. Thank you, Mr. Damien Priest. Appreciate Thanks, it. Damien Priest. Uh, then we have Ridge Holland versus Danny Birch. This was, a, this was a match. It was a pretty good match, actually. Back and forth strikes between the two. Middle turnbuckle dropkick to Ridge Holland. Uh, Ridge hits his finisher and win. Uh, although the story of this was after the match. So after the match, Birch, uh, sl- or Birch slaps oh, Holland, Holland. He got the pin on Birch. Okay. Uh, Birch gets up, slaps off, uh, the hat off Ridge Holland's head. And, uh, he beats down on Danny oh, Birch. Iconic hat. Uh, out comes Oni Lorkin to help his partner. They brawl for a good, like two minutes back and forth. And, um, it was actually, well, I guess I'll get there because, you know, what what they showed was him coming down, uh, Oni Lorcan coming down and falling Oni Lorcan, on. He like he dives to the outside and Ridge Holland catches him. But as soon as he makes contact with uh, uh, Oni Lorcan, his um, it, 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 it's like his leg psycho sitted like his, it, um Oh, I didn't see that his ankle like just fell at a really it just it just got twisted real bad. Because I. Like, OK. Yeah. Yeah, I saw him being carted off and I'm just like, why did he get he's being carted off because his ankle got super fucked by the by the dive from uh, Oni Lorcan. And I guess it looked really bad. Yeah, it looked really bad. I guess since we're talking about that, he had to get carted off. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, it was on. uh, It was per Brian Rose on figure four online dot com after defeating Danny Birch. Uh, Yeah, no. Uh, It's a rough one. And it's a tough and it's a tough one for Ridge Holland. He's in the middle of this. He's at the forefront of this major angle yeah. with the undisputed era, and then for this to happen, it sucks. Yeah, 
Hopefully, hopefully you know, another injury. Another well, it would I mean his ankle. Sometimes ankles can be wobbly. Maybe it was a severe sprain. He had to be carted off though, like football style, man. It, that does not look good. If he tried, I don't know. Like, what, he it, precautions, precautions, on it and... precautions, precautions. I don't know, man. Yes, yeah. Uh, well, let's uh, rewind just a second. Uh, Candace and Johnny, they are watching their new TV, and um, there is a USB drive attached with the TV. It's uh, also from Indy Hartwell, and it had spotlight footage of her for some reason helping Candice LeRae during the Women's Battle Royal a few weeks ago. So, I mean, if they really meant to do that, cool. Or I don't know. I mean, I don't. I, what if there was just some weird spots where they were like, "Indy, why do you look so weird in that spot right there?" And she's like, "I don't know. I'm sorry." Well, don't do that. Fuck. Now we have to work a storyline into it. Okay. Sorry. I don't know. It was weird, right? Yeah, no. I, that's kind of how I feel about most things involving Candice Lorraine and Johnny Gargano. Like, Maybe you know, a tag okay, team. Yeah, Maybe weird. Candice and Indy versus Nia and Shayna. I don't know. But every time I, I think of the NXT women getting a shot at those tag titles, I'm just reminded. No. <laughs> uh, you know. Yeah. Thatcher's Thatch Can Wrestling is back. Uh, it was closed for a, a lesson. It was closed for a few weeks for cleaning. Uh, life, he says, life grinds you down until you quit. So when you see the opportunity and it presents itself, strike first. And he gets this guy. Lo- no retreat. Him. No surrender. Yeah. He, uh, he says, his life is going to grind you down and I'll, it'll tell you to quit, but I'll be damned if it'll, if I'll let that do it to me. I was like, damn, You're, yeah, that's pretty good. It's pretty good. To think about. Oh, he didn't mention this on the news, but did you hear that glow got canceled? Yeah. 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 Season four, they're they're not like weren't they getting ready for like a like a I heard a whole arc? yeah I heard a whole thing though about Netflix though you heard this though about Netflix how they, a lot of them uh, most shows don't make it to a second season because they make all the most of their money in the first season and that's they, weird yeah I think that second season when yeah well that's it for Glow I guess unless somebody else picks it up like a Hulu or a, something else or AEW. Glow to AEW? What? That could be their new hour. AEW presents Glow. I'm kidding. Uh, we talked about Rich Holland being carted off. Then we go to Shotzi. Shotzi Blackheart versus Zia Lee. We also didn't talk about Halloween Havoc. Halloween Havoc host. Yeah, uh, because, you know, she's so ballsy. I like horror. You want to watch horror movies with me? It's awesome. <laughs> so, hey, I, everybody. I love Shotzi. Don't get me wrong. The same time, she's got to stop talking to the camera so much. She needs to stop talking. She's just like, "What's up, Halloween Havoc? We're gonna be there. I'm hosting. Yeah, I'm Shotzi. Welcome to the ball pit." I'm sure she's a really nice person when she's not too busy fucking going to social gatherings in fucking Florida all over IG stories. But sorry, Dad. She's kind of cringe, dude. I don't know. (laughs) You know, she's happy. That's 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 cool. She's. She's happy and she's also taking her character to the next level and the WWE likes it. You know, they're making her the host of Halloween Havoc, you know, Booker T says, what is that? What is Halloween Havoc? Well, is I'm glad you asked. Over? No, it's a, I think it's a, it's a special it's episode. A special, yeah. It's, right? it's, it's like the, uh, the great American bash because WCW named, uh, pay-per-views don't get to be takeovers. Come on. That's only reserved for in your house. Clearly. <laughs> Come on. Clearly. Um, so she's taking on Zia Lee. Uh, Lee comes out and for some reason she has like this, sh- sh- I guess her shirt 
It was like tucked into her gear to show off her shirt. Yeah, that was weird. And she says, she yells at the camera, come on, too spicy. Too spicy. I, I was like, okay. You're white. Okay. So cool. Um, so drop kick to Zaya Lee, strikes to Zaya. Zaya fights back, roundhouse to Shotzi. Zaya planted on the mat, off the top rope. Uh, falling senton, pin, win. This match sucked. What am I going to say? I mean, the main point of this match was the post-match where you got... Uh, Boa. Boa. Boa, for oh, some reason, coming out to the ring and handy, handing uh, Zaya Lee a letter written either Mandarin or Cantonese. I couldn't figure it out which dialect it was because I don't speak it or write it. Uh, oh, great. A China faction. What do you feel about... How do you feel about this, Corey? Well, I, I don't know what the fuck it is. Is it a family thing? No, no. We really don't know. Is it but like a... The implications... El Legato, El Legato del Fantasma type style? Like, you know, by the way... Do not, they have enough Asians in the roster? Like, didn't they, like, lay off a bunch of them? Or they still got Boa, they still got Zion, whatever, man. Who was that guy that they, they recruited that was, like, 10 feet tall? From China. Is it the fucking doorman from Raw Underground? <laughs> no. No. He he wasn't Chinese. He, nah. Anyways, uh, yeah, so that was really weird. I don't know what's going to happen from it. Uh, I guess stay tuned. Because Zia Lee and Boa are... Oh, I'm very excited. ...talking Sorry. over a letter. Legal issues. Um, next we have the main event of the evening, Dakota Guy and Raquel Gonzalez versus Rhea Ripley and Ember Moon. And of course, the em- biker chicks, uh, of course, Ember Moon has new bad, bad, bad music. And I'm going to point it out every time. What can I say, man? See, they don't have CFO anymore. Yeah. And they want to erase every Jim Johnston and CFO from history. So. I, is there I, a T in Jim Johnson? What? Was there? Is there a T in that guy's name? I thought it was Jim you Johnson. Said Jim Johnston. Isn't it Jim now Johnson? Look. You keep we'll look it up. Uh, so Ember and Kai start the match. They go back and forth. Uh, Kai tags out. Ember. There is a T. Go yeah. on. Ember botches a roll-up attempt. Uh, Rhea takes out both Kai and Raquel. Coming back from break. Raquel hits the big boot. Or sorry, going into break. Raquel hits the big boot on Rhea. We come back from break. She's still beating down. Rhea Ripley. Uh, Rhea, though. Uh, oh, sorry. So Rhea gets locked in a modified standing uh, surfboard. It's the only way I could call it. Uh, by Raquel. Raquel, though, I will say this. She looked pretty decent in this match. Raquel Gonzalez. So yeah, I mean, she was she was booked to be the powerhouse. Uh, the powerhouse. Hot tag to Ember. Reverse Uranagi to Raquel by Ember. Codebreaker to Dakota Kai by Ember. Uh, pump kick to Ember by Kai. Pump kick power slam combo to Ember by both heels. A front uh, front falling face buster to Dakota Kai. Then we have a backcracker destroyer, which I guess she calls the chiropractor to Rhea Ripley. Dakota Kai hits uh, a rolling punch to Dakota Kai by Ember. Rhea and Raquel fall to the outside. Uh, then Ember hits this really kind of messy looking pop up power bomb to Dakota Kai. And uh, Ember get goes on the top rope, gets distracted by Raquel. Rhea gets Raquel on her shoulders. Da- Kai nudges the two powerhouse women into the the commentator's area, and uh, we get the Eclipse, which I miss because the Eclipse does look always look really good. Although I felt like she almost missed Dakota Kai. 
And I don't know how to feel about Oh, so um, Ember Moon gets the pin in the win. I don't know how to feel about Good this showing. match. Good showing. You I think? Thought, like, there was Ember a couple. There was I mean, a... like, listen, this, the lady hasn't wrestled in uh, 14 months. She's yeah. Been quarantined. Yeah. <laughs> um, Isolation. I, you could definitely, like, see that. She, You can definitely see her being nervous. It's a fucking live television. Like, there could be, like, some rust in there. But I thought. You know, for the most part, she she seemed pretty good. Like yeah. it's it's amazing she's here in the first place. You know yeah. that Achilles tear is just no joke, especially doing it during a fucking twenty four seven segment. That's got to be that's got to be a heartbreaker. So I'm glad she's able to at least get back in the ring for at least this one note instead of ending it on a twenty four seven segment on Raw in front of us. Well, she didn't you, she didn't end me. it on this note. She just continued it on the, this note. But I see what you're saying. But uh, yeah, no, that was NXT. What do you think of the show? You said you didn't really like it. It was a spot filler. Uh, that's it's very stagnant. This is Look, NXT. They, man. They it, st- is, it is not the NXT that when we we started on the B show. No. Like, then again, AEW didn't exist when we started the B show. So yeah. Well, no. Nonetheless, plan, you know. I don't know. It's just they they kick their Ember Moon is supposed to kick off the show. And then I feel like the only reason why they put Kushida versus Tommaso Ciampa to start the show was because it was supposed to be Brian Cage versus Will Hobbs FTW title. Like, you know what I mean? And then and then they moved it there and you don't get a finish. So what the fuck? What the fuck indeed, Corey? Being the elite. Did you watch it? no, I didn't. I need to catch up. But why you didn't like it? What? No, I loved it. John Silver, man. Oh my god. Okay. All right. I'll be Brian Alvarez if you if you want to run this down. Uh, no. I just the the, the only segment that sticks out is when just John Silver just being John Silver. N- no, ten was uh, uh, weightlifting, and jo- yeah, John Silver being John Silver. It's just oh, look at those titties. I want to get milk from those titties. So it's just him being just really just and and fucking and, and he's like. He's like going up to 10, like literally this close to sucking on his nipples and Brody walks in and he's like, literally like, literally, what the hell are you doing, dude? Like, seriously, like just saying, what the hell are you doing? Yeah. Like he was like, like he was, no, no, no. Seriously. What are you doing? He was like, I was trying to get milk from them titties. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. Of course. Of course. I need to watch this now. I need to yes, watch that do. nipple sucking like, segment. Even before you upload this, you might need to watch that. Or uh, watch it while it uploads, because guys, might have to, yeah. We're here every week, uh, every Wednesday night, Thursday morning, or Friday whenever you watch us. Uh, click as the, long as you're watching. Yeah, click the bell, yeah, gentleman. Click the bell down there. Click subscribe. Uh, follow yeah. us every week. Watch me and Jose recap the retro heat and retro pay per views as they happen. Twenty two years as they happen later, uh, and don't forget to tune in this Monday night to the WWE draft special where me and the main roster mate Jose Oseguera, I mentioned him a lot um are going to be recapping really hyping is hyping him up I hope he doesn't disappoint oh he never does he never does he always brings it he brings the heat the controversial takes and uh Ooh. oh yeah the hot takes over no shortage here. of that stuff around this show but guys don't forget to like share and subscribe at City Wrestling Radio and at CWR four and five. Uh, I forgot to tell you about the store. Go buy stuff. The links down below. T-shirts. Give us money. This is a G one show tonight. Money, please. You want oh. just? I'll just read it out loud. You got the G one block A. Got Toriano versus uh, ZSJ. 
Haruki Goto versus uh, Yoshi Hashi. That. Hmm. I'm going to watch that. Uh, Juice Robinson versus Tatsuya Naito. Wait, Yoshi Hashi versus... That's B Block. I said... Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. B Block. Okay. Uh, I misspoke. Uh, Juice Robinson versus Tatsuya Naito. Uh, Sonata versus Kenta. And then the main event, Hiroshi Tanahashi versus Evil. That should be a good show. Hiroki, Hiroki Goto versus Yoshihashi. I, that that could be a sleeper. Yeah. Yeah, it should be good. I winked at the camera like five times throughout this entire show. Send us the send us the time codes and you might win a prize every time I do a wink. That's a good that is a good uh that's a good like incentive. Yeah. Yeah. Send us time codes of every time Michael either adjusts his hair or winks. And uh we'll give you something cool. We'll yep. give you a sticker. Sticker. There's a sticker. I'm like a I'm like a un, untrained wrestler who won win won their first title. Like, yeah, this is my title right here. Do you see what I'm doing? It's yeah. upside down. Guys, check us out at CWR415, at City Wrestling Radio, and we'll see you later. Goodbye.